Let it be known, Trellick, that the 53rd round of single battle between the members of the elven tribes of Fjorb and Finjof shall commence today, the 99th day in the 1064th year of the planet Ochelia, Flip said ceremoniously. Whatever, the Trellick said. Flip shoved one hand into each velvet bag and pulled out the elves. As Everett watched the round of furious elves that Flip and Hambone had already wagered on, he learned that it was a game that one of them had made up after acquiring two entire tribes of a sentient species that were about three centimeters tall. They weren't really elves, though that's what the rare species dealer at Zaphod's Landing had called them. The two tribes had been at war with one another since the last occurrence of their holiday that was akin to Christmas during which the tribes exchanged gifts. One member of the Finyarf tribe had given what could be considered a gag gift to the Fjorbian prince. The prince had unwrapped his gift, revealing a beautiful silver stone that had been polished immaculately on one side to be used as a mirror, which was a rare and prized possession among the tiny tribes. When the prince gazed upon his reflection, the face that stared back at him suddenly possessed thick eyebrows and a mustache, as the stone had been etched upon with such comical features. Having never conceived of a gag gift, it was ill-received, and the Finyarfian was immediately decapitated by the prince's guards. A deadly tribal feud had resulted and had only reached its peak when both tribes had been kidnapped to be sold as oddities in a space station that was light years away from their home planet. Flip had separated the tribes into two separate bags so that they would stop killing each other until they were again placed face to face on the battleground of the betting table. For a few moments, the elves would scream at each other from across the table in unintelligible high-pitched squeaks. You murdered my father! You killed my brother and plundered my sister! And so forth. The fight was over before Everett even realized what he was seeing and the victorious elf was placed back into one of the velvet bags. No, I'm not going to bet on a death match, Everett said. I'll find my way eventually. He began to stand up, but Flip grabbed his wrist before he could get away from the table. You'll stay, Flip said. Looking down, Everett saw the small metal canister that was in Flip's other hand. He wrenched his hand free from the gambler's grip though not before being sprayed in the face with an odorless vapor from the canister in Flip's free hand. What the flark? Everett said, readying himself for a hasty defense against the gamblers, who seemed likely to try to mug him. Instead of assaulting him further, however, the gamblers simply watched as the tension in Everett's body dissolved, as did all of his inhibitions. Everett soon realized that he had been drugged, but the particular drug was making him not care. Now how about making a wager on the next match, Flip said, more as a statement than a question. A large wager. Everett sat back down. Yes, a wager large enough that I doubt you'll be able to match it, Everett said in cockiness, his eyes glazing rapidly. The two gamblers looked at each other and smiled like wolves chancing upon a crippled lamb. And how much will that be, Flip said. 270,779 credits, Everett said. The gamblers' mouths fell open. They knew that they had caught easy prey, but they hadn't expected the prey to be rich. And an Infineon buzzard, Everett bragged. This time, Flip and Hambone couldn't contain themselves. Get those elves on the table, Flip, before he changes mind. <laughs>